Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants. That's lame that you said that with me. Uh, I guess we just finished each other's sentences. I should have said the same thing at the same time. <laughs> sentences. <again>. sentences. <laughs> uh, classic. Uh, we are back for our last episode with an interview from Xericon. Yeah. Sad. Sad to see the end of sad it. Sad to see the end of it. Until but, next uh, year. Until next year. So this episode is our chat with Hannah Dawson, the CEO and founder of a company called Futurely. Mm, which yeah. Are, which are doing big things at the moment, uh, some pretty big changes yeah. um, in the service that they offer, um, which we'll go into a little bit later. But it was a great chat with, um, with Hannah and uh, you should definitely stick around and listen to that. But before then, Tim... What is the Tim and Dan I switched it around this week. I'm a yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm the down. Mm, you're the down. <laughs> uh, so, Tim, uh, how's your week been this week? It's been good. Mm. Um, the main highlight of my week was uh, my dog, Dora. Mm. Um, yeah, we left a banana behind mm-hmm. out, uh, the other week at mm. work. And she managed to sneakily get it off a desk, mm. peel it, <laughs> and eat the banana inside. So this is why I like this, because Dora <clears throat> is a dog and will generally eat anything yeah. off the ground. Literally like she's too. she's eaten a USB off like chewed ah, on yes, that. She didn't eat like she didn't end up swallowing she it, but chew she chewed on. on it. She chews on this giant bone thing all day. She mm. chews on anything and everything. Yeah. Not a banana peel. <laughs> Can't eat did, that. She That's did gross. eat a banana peel roughly the week before <laughs> that was on the desk that she got. And she, she mustn't have liked it. No. But um, I guess she was looking for that banana on the that inside. sweet, sweet banana she, on the, yeah, on the she, inside. She found it. Well, she's, uh, she, <laughs> I wasn't even angry. She's further impressed. along the, the evolutionary chain. You know, she's she's uh, able to peel a banana yeah. and get the opposable thumb, the good thing out of the middle. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be using tools soon. She'll use the like the bone horn thing that she chews and like dig things out of the ground. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. It's impressive. So that was a big highlight of my week. Yeah. It shows where I'm at. <laughs> Uh, that's funny yeah that's funny what about you um i've had a bit of a up and down week actually i've had some good things going on this week unfortunately did have a death in the family my my grandma passed away a couple days ago which was Mm. quite sad a bit of a shock um but yeah so just been hanging out with the family for a few days and uh, going over to see my grandpa and and my mum and chill out with them Yes. So that's that was the the bad part. Yeah. Um, good things though. Um, my I got notification yesterday that my new watch and phone ah, are on their way. Good, um, good. I ordered them. That's no, just like a perfect first world sort of thing. You yeah, know, sadness yeah. is fixed by material <laughs> objects. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta find the small things, Tim. Um, <laughs> because I I I'd uh, finished my plan a while ago, and I was on a month to month thing at the moment. My like, I'm old school, Tim. I'm iPhone 7. 
mm, right now. Yeah. Um, I remember those days. And that's just like... I remember my first iPhone. Yeah. I, I might as well have a Nokia 3310 right now. <laughs> you know, I've got Snake. I've got yeah. text messages and it stores some contacts. So that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I also broke my watch a couple of weeks ago, which yeah. was quite upsetting. Yes. Your um, iWatch. My, my Apple Watch. And so, I went to my <laughs> phone provider and said, hey... I'm out of contract here. I've been with you guys for a long time. Yeah. Let's do a deal. Yeah. And um, yeah, I got a phone and a watch and double the data for the Sounds same price. a little bit like AFL trade period, really. Yeah, exactly like that. Hey, I'm out of contract. Yeah. Do you want to offer me something? Exactly. So, I, I Katrina came along with me and uh, she was able to also get um, the same deal I got. Mm. And Sus- suspicious though, because Katrina didn't break her watch. No, no. She just wanted a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, hey, you're getting a new one. Why don't I get a new one? Uh, so, uh, this one's much different, Tim. It, um, it's two millimeters bigger and, uh, <laughs> and has a compass. So... I think it's so many such jokes I can make about those two (laughs) things in combination. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, but the the reason I bring this up is because when we ordered Uh, them, I even changed my watch because they said, hey, they're out of stock of the one you want and it's going to be three weeks before it comes or you can get it in two days if you go this other one. I said, all right, I'll just go the two days one. Mm. Sounds great. So, two days later, when I was sick, they called and said, "Um, Katrina's phones and things in here. We went down, we got them. But... My phone and watch were out of stock mm. and they said it wasn't going to arrive to the end of the month. That was four weeks, mm. Tim. Four weeks. Uh, got a text yesterday. Okay. They're coming today. Ah, so, thank still, thank it's like two weeks late, but better than three. I ah. mean, there's a, there's a big thing in this world. I was talking to my dad the other day and he said there's a, there's a, there's a lot to say for under-promising and over-delivering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe. Maybe. They, they could be onto something there. Because you're you, quite happy now. They get you disappointed. Look and then you. when it's early, you're like, yes. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Christmas came early when really it was meant to come two weeks ago anyway. So, what I'm saying is we should tell all of our clients <laughs> um, that their work's not going to be done for six months. Just tell but them. But get it done well in time. Tell them it's more than likely to be lodged late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then lodge it exactly on time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and to everyone listening to this podcast, uh, we might get another podcast out in the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We might be we funny. Might. Maybe. No. <laughs> Debatable. No, Debatable. There's, there's a good chance that there will be no informative information <laughs> at all on the next episode. Uh, there's, there's, most, there's most chance of that, actually. Um, but if we deliver some... We've Everyone's happy. Exactly. Maybe that's why everyone loves the show. They have Maybe. no expectations on us. <laughs> I think. That, I think there's a there's something to that because if you watch a show called the Two Drunk, listen to a show called the Two Drunk Accountants, you not your expectations are low. That's true. Your expectations are low. I did use a little bit of hyperbole there, Dan, mm. when I said everyone loves the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone. 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 Uh, all right. Let, let's move on, uh, Tim. And you have a good business update this week. I do. I do. Um, so, this was in the... What is it? The Tax Advisor's Voice, NTAA. It's a monthly magazine that we get. I think we pay for it. I don't know. I think the we voice. get inside of our... <laughs> you're the voice, try and understand. That's yeah, the, the Taxpayer's Voice. Yeah. You're the Taxpayer's Voice, try and understand. Imagine like yeah. a taxpayer singing, you're yeah, the voice. Yeah. Try and understand it. Try and understand it. it. Seriously, try and understand it. It's impossible. 
<laughs> Love it. Sorry, I got too into that laugh. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's been some outrageous tax deductions which have been rejected, Dan. I think you're on this list. <laughs> I found you on this list. <laughs> All right. Was it deducting Apple Watches? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Because it's two, milli- two millimeters it too short. It doesn't have a compass <laughs> to show you. How am I meant to find my moral way, Tim, if I don't have a compass? <laughs> Uh, yes, no wonder you're so lost all the time. <laughs> well, um, there's been a lot of tax returns lodged mm-hmm. already, Dan, because it's October now. And there's been some unusual tax deductions, Yes, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, here's the top of the list. This one's you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of taxpayers claimed dental expenses, believing a nice smile was essential to finding a job. Mm, absolutely. 100%. So no, deductible. You just recently... Deductible. <laughs> you've got a pretty nice smile now, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, Tim. I'm no, no, stop you, there. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying that. Now, why did you try to write that off yeah, in your tax? It's, it's a, it's a $9,000 smile. <laughs> <laughs> but only six grand after tax deductions. <laughs> How good's that? Exactly. Well, I'd, I'd be silly really... not to deduct it. There should be a government out there. Like surely one of those European, like Scandinavian governments are offering tax deductions for like Cosmetic dental surgery. work. <laughs> so that like it's a country full of like lovely smiles. <laughs> yeah. So someone actually tried to claim yes. their dental work because they believe they needed a great smile yes. with their employment. So... The ATO obviously didn't allow that. No. Not deductible. Not deductible. Uh, another taxpayer claimed the Lego sets they bought as gifts for their children. <laughs> so, you, you read this out to me earlier. Um, and the thing I found most funny about it was the category they put it under. Yeah. So, they put it under other deductions section, which is where you put things like income protection and sickness insurance premiums. Or like if you're a politician, your election expenses. Yeah, it, it's it's a funny it's a funny place, but it basically means that they agreed the Lego had no correlation to their employment yeah. or their income. Yeah. So this is this is clearly just people lodging their own returns, yeah. just trying to get creative. <laughs> it's so funny, and so the ATOs. It's flagged mm. and they've probably seen what they've written in the line. It's Lego. And in this instance, Lego sets for their children. I, I, I want to know what the rationale behind them was. I wonder if they're thinking like, you know what? Christmas is expensive. Yeah. Birthdays are expensive. Um, mm. We should get tax back for that. Well, it gets even better. Mm. So, there are a few more outrageous claims. Mm-hmm. One of them was claims for sporting equipment or membership fees for their child athletes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Many taxpayers tried to claim the purchase of a brand new car. So, I'm guessing they mean the full cost of a brand new car. <laughs> Just like yeah. 50 grand of a yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> um, one particularly charitable taxpayer tried, tried to claim for a car purchase as a gift for their mother. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Like, <laughs> just like gifting it, but trying to claim Why a deduction. It's a donation. That is awesome. Um, one taxpayer made a claim for the cost of raising twins. Mm. This is an an inverted commas. So, they literally wrote this in their tax return. Yep. Cost of raising three children was another one. Mm. And another taxpayer was obviously shocked at the cost of having children, simply stating in inverted commas, newborn baby expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, you know, you got to give him credit. It's true. I mean, there's a lot of costs there. Definitely expensive. You know, from food to toys to clothes to diapers mm. to yeah. cloths, talcum powder. 
Oh, there's a lot in there. There's a lot of cost in. You buy most of that stuff already, don't most you? Most of that stuff. I've got a stockpile yeah. of all that. <laughs> yeah. You gotta buy it when it's cheap. <laughs> um, tight ass tip. Oh, true, yeah. No, that's a good one. Mm. Um, other taxpayers claim school uniforms before school care and school fees and expenses. And one taxpayer even decided to claim the cost of their wedding reception. I think that they probably invited a lot of work colleagues oh. to that. And therefore decided that it was a work function and tried to claim some of it. But even so, even if you did invite a lot of work colleagues, it's still food and entertainment. (laughs) Yeah. No, exactly right. It means nothing. Uh, And the funniest, yeah, the funniest one I've heard from a friend is like Mm. the the bedside table because that's where they keep all (laughs) their receipts. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, so please tell us if you've ever made an outrageous tax claim. Yeah. Don't tell us that you did it, though. Just no. say a friend of mine, say, wink. Yeah, if you say a friend of mine did it, we'll know it's you. Yes. If you said Gary did it, then we'll yeah. know it was Gary. Yeah, dob in some friends, too. Mm. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should put yeah. a post out and say, have you ever claimed something outrageous? Yeah. And yeah. dob in a friend. Exactly, at ATO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be funny. Now, one other thing I was going to note, Dan, Mm. is uh, I posted about this on LinkedIn as well. If you're on LinkedIn, connect with me, Tim Garth. I'm getting a bit more active there. (laughs) All right, LinkedIn local. All right. So I'm posting some articles, Dan, Mm -hmm. and I said that I forget where where was it. Um, The ATO is heading out to Bathurst. Bathurst, mm, yeah, that that's one of their target areas. The black economy, yeah. So they call it the black economy. Really, it's it's just the cash economy. The cash so economy. people receiving cash and not declaring it as income. Mm. Right. Uh, I have a, a a point to add to this after you finish. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So according to the NTAA tax advisor's voice, the voice understanding. Yeah. Um, there's also a few other areas that the ATO possibly has visited already by now because yep. this was the September edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Port Macquarie and Warchope, mm. uh, Broome, Cable Beach, Derby and Kananara, mm. Darwin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's a lot Hornsby. of... Hornsby. Hornsby, okay. So Hillsville. That, that just ruined my... Um, Cooktown, Port Douglas, far north Queensland. Yeah. A, a lot of those places are country towns mm. um, or remote locations. Yeah. Um, you know, places like Port Macquarie or, or whatever might not say they're country towns, but mm. they're not the city. And there would be a lot of old school um, people there using yeah. cash. Oh, you know, give us cash and I'll give it to you for yeah. 50 bucks kind of thing. Well, apparently, according to Assistant Commissioner Pitt Holt... Um, there are a number of businesses in these regions not registered for GST or PAYG withholding, which can be a sign of the black economy. Mm. Um, and a number of businesses with overdue income tax returns. Yes. So they found some trends in the data, some anomalies in the statistics. Mm-hmm. So they're actually visiting like hundreds of businesses in each of those areas. So they, yeah, they, so they actually they chosen businesses business. to just go and visit them. Yeah. And so what are we looking for? Are things like... Um, um, Lack of merchant payment facilities like FPOS could be an example. Yeah. Something they're, they're sort of finding is a dodgy sign or a dodgy trait mm. for a business. If they only accept cash, that's, that's, that's not dodgy. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, that'll be interesting. But yeah, keep, keep your eyes peeled because the ATO may be visiting your business. Hopefully mm. not. But hopefully not. I mean, and if they do, hopefully mm. you can just get a big, nice tick and thumbs up. <laughs> You can do a high five with the ATO people. Yep. 
Yeah, man, I like it. Yeah. Um, so I did mention I had something to add to this. Yes, point, what was that? And now I've gotten to the end of this. I can't remember for life what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me quite a lot. You'll remember it later. Just, oh, just raise it later. I'll raise it later. All right. Well, uh, Tim, do you have a tight ass tip? I do. This is a quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, but it's a good one. Yep. It's called. Remains to be seen. <laughs> You'll like it. It's called. End of day deals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hit me. So, is this Dan, so when you go to a market or something? Uh, it could be anywhere, Dan. Mm-hmm. It's just specifically at the end of the day or the night mm-hmm. when there's leftover stock that is perishable mm-hmm. and may not be good the next day. Yep. You can get a damn good deal. A damn good deal. It's true. Um, as long as you're willing to accept that it is a day old. So, here's a good example. Sushi. Sushi. Yeah. Go at the end of the day, you will get like five rolls for the price of one. It is true, actually, because sushi is not going to be there tomorrow. And no. if it is, that's a problem. And even I do get a little bit sus <laughs> buying it a few hours after it's been made. Mm. But I'm fine with that for mm. the deal. For the Always deal. for the deal. For the deal. Now, another one that I got this week at mm. Woolworths. Yep. I was going to a baker's delight to get bread. It was mm. a little bit late. Mm-hmm. It was like seven o'clock, so their lights were off. They, they still had all the bread loaves, and they were just filling they, them up in bags and giving them to someone. So yeah, like, they they mm, give yeah. them to um charity like ch- churches figured. and charities and things. I yeah. figured. So I felt a bit bad going and asking yeah. for a free one. Just walk up with a trolley and see you're from <laughs> <laughs> the church at Church of uh, Cats or something. Yeah, true. Mm. So um so yeah, essentially, I went to Woolies, looked around, I found a loaf of bread. There wasn't many left, but I found one. Had a big, beautiful orange reduced sticker on it. Ah, uh, you gotta love that. You gotta love the yeah, reduced sticker. You gotta sticker. love that. So it's a dollar thirty-five for a full loaf of bread. It's pretty good. That is damn good, isn't pretty it? Pretty good. Yes. Yeah, so, so that I, and eggs. I, Cheap dinner. I um, I do like just like egg and. Did, I just had scrambled. I just had scrambled eggs on toast. Yeah, mm. I've had that twice this week for dinner. I'm a big fan of um. We used to call it dunk egg, but ah, I yes. believe a lot of people call it soldiers. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Boiled eggs. With the yeah yeah and just runny oak, dunk that bad boy in. Love it, delicious. So um, end of day deals. I like that. I'm gonna tell a story, it. Tim, about this. Okay. Uh, so yep. um, definitely, if you turn up at the end of the markets or something, mm. you will usually get a better deal with yeah, the fruit sure. and veg guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you might there might be less stock or the less nicer fruit or whatever. Mm. Um, mm. So it's a risk. It's a risk mm-hmm. there, but. My story specifically relates to a place that I know you don't know much about, and it's called the Sydney Royal Easter Show. Oh, well, I've been there once, Dan. Yeah, you've been there once. Um, my family were, were well, avid Easter Show attendees yes, um, right. when I was younger. Um, I haven't been in a number of years um, because it's, a, it's a very commercial these days. Yeah. But what used to happen is we'd go on the very last uh, day. And it's quite busy. Nice. But the show bag guys, if there's sometimes some of them are sold out. Yeah. But not all of them. And yeah. towards the end of the day, they got some good deals going wow. on those show bags. That's good. Because they're a rip off anyway, the oh, show yeah, bags. But sure. you know, a a twelve year old kid's getting a show bag. Yeah. You know, definitely. I don't care about the thirty dollars for mm. six dollars worth of stuff. I'm yep. getting that show bag. Yeah. Um or or if you're playing uh, a game, I remember I went I went once with Orford mm-hmm. and maybe Macca yeah. and my mum. Yep. I think maybe we were like 12. Yep. We all got scooters. <laughs> and it was the best. <laughs> we're riding around the scooters. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Little orange uh, razors. Remember nice. razors? Nice. Yeah, they all broke. 
um, <laughs> eventually, pretty quickly. But but it's it's the same theory. Yes. You just go near the end. Near the end of something. Yes. And you're going to get better deals. Oh, for sure. You, and you run the risk of not getting what mm. you want. Oh, of course. You, you're going to have less choice. Mm-hmm. But the sacrifice is well worth it in exactly. the end. You get a lot more value. And let me say this to Nan. Mm-hmm. Environmentally friendly. You're saving waste. You are saving that waste. Bread, that loaf of bread could have just gone in the bin that I bought for $1.35. You are saving waste. Saving waste. Mm. I like it. Good on you, Tim. Yep. Thumbs Thank up. Thank you. Tata's tips. Tata tips. Saving your wallet and saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new slogan. Love it. All right. Well, uh, now is our chat with Hannah from, <laughs> from Future Lives. She's had 20 minutes of absolute dribble leading into her interview. I, there was some good business updates there <laughs> yeah, as there well. There was. There was. No, no, it was an awesome um, chance to have a chat with Hannah. It was actually. Um, we've been using Futurely for a while. It's um, an advisory tool or a business um, an, um, analysis tool yeah. um, that helps you get better insights into your business. Um, Traditionally, it was used for creating dashboards and forecasting cash flows. And, and the reason that she did it was because uh, she had a pub. Yeah. And she tells the story um, in the interview, but she had yeah. a pub and she struggled with cash flow. And she thought it needs to be a better tool for this. Well, she got to a certain point yeah. and then her accountant said, you owe Oh, tax. you owe yeah. your baz, basically. Um, yeah. And she didn't have the money there for it. Nah. And it was like the biggest shock of her life. Yeah. She had to... Uh, her story is she's lucky she got money from family mm. and was able to get herself out of that hole. Mm. But um, but a lot of people aren't. So no. she wanted to make something that would never allow her to run into that trap again yeah. and then help other people with that yeah. too. So she um, founded this company, Futurely, yeah. and, and they've recently announced a suite of new products that are really quite fascinating actually that, um, cool. that really give you almost like a, a Facebook feed of yeah. information from your business. And it's, it's freemium. Freemium. So you can, if you're a business owner, you can just connect your Xero file um, and it will, it will give you all of those insights for yeah. free. Uh, if you're an accountant, you could connect all of your clients' Xero files for mm-hmm. them and show them that info. Yeah. So it's very exciting for business owners and accountants alike. Yeah. Um, when and, these things are traditionally pretty expensive, yeah. these tools. And then when you want more information or more in depth, you can then pay yep. um, for the extra for the premium subscription yep. and uh, get that extra detail. It's I guess it gives you a little taste, hmm. and then you can decide if that information is valuable to you. Yeah. Which, as an accountant, obviously we're biased, but we think it is. It's, in, it's important. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's important. definitely important. Definitely important. So, um, yeah, and, and overall, uh, Hannah's just really cool. She's from the UK, lives in Brighton, which is a really cool place. Yeah, I've never been. <laughs> There's some huge seagulls there, Dan. Huge seagulls. Massive seagulls. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's like a British beach town, but it's very arty. So, it reminds me of Byron Bay. Is, is the beach, like, just rocks? Oh, yeah, it's like big pebbles yeah. and stuff like that. But they've got an awesome pier yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool place. So cool. Mm, All right. Well, good vibe. Uh, enjoy our chat, and we'll see you afterwards. Hello, and welcome to Two Drunk Accountants. I'm Tim. I'm Dan, and we're here with Hannah Dawson from Futurely, Hi. CEO and founder. I'm not sure if they're drunk, you know, guys. <laughs> no, we've we've, <laughs> we've also not been or, or you know offered any wine. Uh, so. There's no uh, wine here. That's the issue. We were supposed to bring it in. <laughs> I, I requested bubbles. <laughs> We I'm failed. so sorry. We <laughs> failed. Didn't know if you wanted it. It's earlier than expected. Two o'clock. Day. It is. It is daytime drinking is the best time to drink. Twelve o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. 
You're right. You're exactly. Right. Uh, uh, thanks so, yeah. thanks for being with us. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. So we're excited to chat to you. We've been Futurely users for a couple of years mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. there's obviously a lot of developments happening at Futurely. Indeed. Um, kind of moving away from, well not moving away, but adding to um, the existing platform that you've got. Yep. Um, so why don't we start there? Uh, what's new? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Including the grey hairs on my head. Um, Don't talk to me about grey hairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, look, there's a lot new. We've launched the platform this uh, this week, which yep. is just at last. Wow, Everyone's yeah. been saying, oh, where's this thing that you're building? And it's been, yeah. it's been a really long time. So we've been, you know, looking at it for two and a half years now, which I can't believe I'm wow. saying. It must be that balance between... Birth to big baby, you know. <laughs> yeah. so two and a half years. Yeah, yeah that's a long exactly. pregnancy. It's like an yeah. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But look, the reason why, I guess, is the main thing. We So we've had an um, advisor, which is what current Futurely is now being yes. uh, rebranded yep. to in the marketplace for five years. In fact, five years ago this week, because it was wow. ZeroCon 2014 that we launched. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, back in the day, it was created for small businesses. And then we realized, oh, my goodness, all these drunk accountants want to start <laughs> using this with their yep. clients, which was amazing because we were bootstrapped, you know, and, you know, we had a, a you know, angel friends and family investment. Yeah, we were sure. really little, right? We didn't go out and okay. do the big VC raises and stuff. Okay. Mm. And so from our perspective, oh, hold on, we know where they live. Zero's got a directory. This is great. Yes. We can start talking. So anyway. Our, our product kind of moved from something as an SME focus into actually something that was used by you guys yeah. to help mm. deliver what is known in the industry as advisory services. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got to say, I think you were cutting edge at that time. Thanks. I don't think there was... Well, there wasn't. I mean, I was trying... I built it for my own pain. Like, mm, I've yeah. got great respect to the other yes. guys that sit alongside with us and yep. what they do. Yep. But it's very much top down. And what I mean by that is accountant down, yeah. yep. not business owner up. Sure. Yeah. And that's always where I want to come from. Mm -hmm. But what goes, what happens when, you know, you build a product and then you have a different client base than first intended is that you have to do things like PDF reporting. Yeah. <laughs> Which True. I can tell you, no small business has ever asked us for that. Yeah. But you guys all need it, apparently. Uh, well, your no, small PDFs businesses. are important. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, look, we've been, you know, been in the marketplace for a couple of years. And two and a half years ago, then realized, I was like, well, hold on a second. You know, are we, are these small businesses actually getting what they need globally? And, mm. you know, 50% of small businesses are still failing by year five. If you look mm. at this whole right now in ZeroCon, how many apps and add-ons? It was 800 add-ons or something Zero yeah. have. Yeah. So all this technology has moved on, but that figure hasn't changed. Mm. Why? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Actually, why? Something's broken. Definitely. Yeah. Something has to be broken. So I took a step back and what, what tends to happen in our business is that I take a step back and go and do some research and then come back and they go, oh God, she's had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Dive, she's back. She's dive back. for the bushes. <laughs> she's you know, she's exactly. been creative. And <laughs> exactly. But be, through that research, started looking at BI, business intelligence. So mm. your DOMOs, your Power BIs, you know, all of the dashboarding tools that are out there globally. Then I looked at the forecasting side of things. And what was really common was they are built for big businesses. Their dashboards mm. are amazing. I have loads of them in my business, but yep. I've also got a finance team and analysts. Yeah. And that's sure. what you need. Yep. You know, a dashboard's brilliant if you know what you're looking for yeah. and what you want to measure. If you don't know where to start, they're about as useful as a chocolate teapot. Yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. <laughs> uh, we've noticed that yeah. even in our advisory yeah, service. Like exactly. you, we can give everyone those dashboards and, and that information, all that data, which we, as accountants, this is powerful. Oh, we can we see it. But they look at it and just see numbers. Well, what am I supposed to do with it? Exactly. Yes, they yes, don't know yes. what, what's, how, the what's the next step. 
that I take. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. exactly. And so the experience, I think, has been wrong for the majority mm. of small businesses out there. Now, we've got amazing apps that do amazing things for small business, but to pull it together to give information that they need to know that they need to take action on today, that will help. Now, mm. we're not going to save all businesses, but, you know, 50% who are failing by year five, it's not because they were all bad ideas. Yeah. Some will be. Some mm. will be terrible. But um, <laughs> a lot aren't. Like chocolate Surely not 50%. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we all know that the failure rates are happening because of cash flow, but why mm. they get to that point, I think we think that there's two core reasons for it. One, they're running reactively. Yeah. They, you know, when I had my pub back in the day, 26, you know, my one-year-old at the time when I bought it and, wow. and you know, I had 30 staff. I was, you know, a ton of suppliers, writing menus every day, wow. you know, and all you're doing is who shouts the loudest is where you're going. Yeah. Now, my personal experience and why this whole business started and why we're sitting in Brisbane, which I think, think is insane when I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, my pub you, in Devon, that, yeah. um, was because I, you know, I had a brown envelope came through my door after mm. the first quarter with a £40,000 tax bill that yeah. I hadn't accounted for. Yeah. And it nearly made me lose my home because we live there too. So I've got a yeah. one-year-old, pub's there, I live above, and my family bailed me out. Mm. I was really lucky. I've got Rod Drury's grinning at me walking past him. <laughs> Hello, Rod. <laughs> um, Welcome, join us. <laughs> <laughs> but I nearly lost my, my home. Mm. Um, I was wow. really lucky my family bailed me out, but not everyone's got that that you know facility and this is a common story i exactly. mean um it's something that not a lot of people get sat down um and explained um hey be careful mm -hmm. because you're collecting vat or gst and you're gonna have to yeah. pay some of that to the tax office exactly. so so that's you know that for me is reason one. Second is you're making decisions every single day in your business but you don't know the net effect and the future impact that it's going to have yep. how can yep. you because True. again dashboards brilliant and yep. they are I have loads like I said mm. but the thing up here in the top right hand corner of it could well be affecting the thing in the bottom left hand yep. corner but there's no way to link them together yep. yeah definitely huge problem mm. yeah and so I started looking at um, the, the experience that I wanted to bring to small businesses because it's it's got to happen at that end, but it's also got to be able to help you guys out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You cannot possibly deliver the traditional, you know, version of advisory services, and I will mm. ban that term by the end of you know before they put me in my grave, <laughs> it will have gone. It's funny, like yeah, it's, it's gone. just help. Yeah. And actually, yes. if we take away the word advisory and say, uh, how do you want to help your clients? Well, yeah. The, yeah. the conversations start differently. Yeah, yes. definitely. You're not selling; you're asking them. It's yeah. open and inquisitive. Absolutely you know, like so it's it. a really different inflection point. Which I think flow is exactly. It's not about. advisory; yeah. it's about help, and it's hands off for you guys. So again, you know, in this re research piece, it wasn't just on the small business end. It was like, well, what's happening in practice? Mm. So typically, you know, 10% is what we found, and there are absolutely, you know, exceptions to the rule. But 10% of a portfolio is what the advisory stuff is mm. happening with. Yep. Mm. So then yep. 90% are going without. Yeah. Well, yeah. wow. You know, mm. it's funny that 50% are failing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because how many mm. fires are burning there and no one mm. knows? Exactly. Definitely. So you can't clone yourselves. Be amazing. That's the next piece of technology I'm going to try and work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and being psychic because I'm going to win the pools now. Um, but, you know, you can't clone yourself. So we have to imagine a different way and a yeah. completely different experience. So then I started looking, well, we're also, when we look at small businesses, we're not dealing with big enterprises. We're mm. dealing with people. Yeah. And how do people want to consume or how do they consume information today? Mm. On their devices. On their devices, their <laughs> Facebook, their mm -hmm. Insta, their, you know, LinkedIn, and yeah. you scroll until you're all caught up. Yeah. yeah. And then you go back 
and you do it again. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we've done. We've given it, you know, we've we've created this action feed and it's called an action feed because it is about the next step and the taking action bit. Yeah. So the ability to then do that and recommend that next best mm. thing that they can do. And no, it might cool. be just to go and look at the detail or it might be to mm. contact you mm-hmm. or, you know, it's or speak to their teammate. Mm. But it's it's absolutely about prioritizing the most important thing that they need to know today. So we've mm. got behind the scenes, we're kind of, we're grading by severity ratings. You know, we've got our own algorithms in sure. the background to go, this is really important, these okay. to be top. Yeah. Yeah. We need to see that first. Yeah. And then, and it's interpreted into real words. Mm. Real yeah. words. Yeah, English. Exactly. <laughs> not, not numbers, <laughs> <Plain> absolutely. <laughs> and, and it basically yes. turns into a really smart checklist because yeah. each one of them you then check off. Okay. There will be gamification baked into it soon. We've got some nice. really cool stuff happening with nice. um, with gamification, which is nice. Cool. Um, but but absolutely, we, but we also kind of onboard them. Are, we do that, so the yeah. platform does it. So you yeah. don't have to. So mm. really, it is this hands-off insurance policy really for that ninety percent that at mm. the moment I can't get to. I don't know if they're okay. Do they think that I'm their trusted advisor? Mm. Probably not because I've not got a relationship with yeah. them like that. So it starts to flip it. Yeah. So in the short term then, we've got this ability to go, right, okay, so if the small business just wants to know that they're okay, we can frame it like that and, and actually we're delivering something that's always mining the information and looking mm. for those fires. Yep. Short term, brilliant, check. Medium term, we're educating. We're educating Definitely. that whole client base because it's mm-hmm. in real words. So they now know what they're looking for. They can interpret it. They mm. can actually then say, I need some help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who are they going to come to? You Us. guys. Yeah. Because well, they now trust you because yeah. you provided something to them that they didn't have before. Well, and you and don't then know you what you don't know. Well, quite. quite. Yeah. Oh, my God. I say that all the time. <laughs> you know, it's so true, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the thing. I mean, I'm on my numbers, flipping finance team and analysts within my company, and I plugged us into Flow, and I'm like, oh, my God, I did not know that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is ridiculous, right? Mm. But it's so true. It's true, true, but it's the same. It's sort of like the mechanic's car, right? So um, you'll be busy pursuing your vision. Uh, Like, we're the same. We're pursuing help, pursuing Mm. um, helping our clients. And then sometimes we look at our own figures like, what the, what? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take care of our own house. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But, mm. you know, and again, I think the people that have come up, the accountants that have come up to talk to me on the stands and said, you know, I've spent some time with you and, you know, I'm just, I'm struggling to know how I, how I roll this out. I'm like, roll out what? Yeah, yeah. It not flow itself. like the advisor the advisor you know piece of the puzzle I'm like this yeah. is why you need this yes yeah. because you know you guys are not salespeople, and nor should you be frankly mm. that, yep. that just feels like a disconnect between the relationship that you're supposed to have yep. but if a client says I need help with you know I, I can't get my customers to pay me on time yes mm. yep. okay great I can help you with that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. You know, and so it's a starting point. Yes. Then you help yep. them with that. Then Chip away. the conversation starts to broaden. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think we're looking through a bit of a demo of it earlier over at, at your stand. And um, you know, I think you have the, the action list action and fees, then you have yep. the, the flow in and the flow mm. out. And looking through that and diving into some of that data and you see your risk per... Uh, customer yeah. and ha- how big of a risk they are at the moment and yeah. how, quickly, how is it changing how quickly they pay you how quickly on they average pay on average as well. is it changing how dependent yeah. you are yeah. Yeah. Exactly. it's really it's cool. yeah it's really powerful information that a lot of business as you said the 90% they would never know about and yeah. some of those clients as well you know uh, small businesses you, you approach them and say hey I think you could be doing better I can see these are some issues and they they might not really they might think oh, okay that's good but yeah. I don't need it I've been around 20 years you know yeah. we don't need your help but and 
information like this that's just on their phone and easy to scroll through exactly. would change their business. It's well, very non-threatening. And the best yeah. part is it's it's freemium. So well, yeah, the action feed's free. Exactly. Yeah. How good is that? Flow in, flow out, not so much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the action feed's free. But we've also really started to look at workflow as well. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh. so a small business, time poor, resource poor and actually just wants to know they're okay and get back to doing what they're supposed to be doing because mm. guess what people are shouting at them for stuff yeah you know yeah, yeah. and so and we're like well hold on a second why are we using amazing apis that like zero for instance are mm. giving us mm. but we're not and we're pulling data in but we're not pushing it back out again yeah well, why yeah. would we not so things like being able to create invoices and bills you'll be able to do that in your workflow we've got slack yeah. and gmail integration nice. so that when they want to go That's hey cool. i need some help it's right there. I was excited to see the analytics, Facebook, Absolutely. So some social media so, yeah, so information so in there. So Playground, which is my little baby, that's the third product that's coming out. <laughs> mm. um, it's all about the, that those non-financial data sets and understanding that if I make a decision here, it's absolutely going to impact something over there. Yeah. So predicting, joining data and letting you play with it. It's it's new. There's nothing like it in the marketplace. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. And, you know, I need it for my business. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. I can definitely see a need for our clients. Um, okay. Like Dan said, we've been using Futurely for a few years um, and, and to, to good success with the clients yeah, who are open to looking yeah. at that data but I can definitely see this being um, way more accessible again mm. uh, we can just connect zero it takes us two seconds exactly. to do that Say hey, download this app or or um, well, invite them in, and then that leads them in because you know the deep, you know KPI analysis and all of those sorts of things. Well, that's what advisors for. Yeah, it's great. yeah. we've got a great product for that. We yeah. don't need to redo that, but we do need to give that entry level piece of the puzzle yeah. that's yeah. for everybody, yeah. and not just the ten percent. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, exactly. We've got to sort that out. I, I, like I think having automated feeds and tying all that. Um, non-financial data in as oh, well. It's just, sure. there's nothing like that that's, no. that's currently um, providing that level of information. No. Um, it, it'd be great to see, you know, hey, we did this many spend on Facebook ads and this is what's this happened. This is what the ROI um, was, yeah. yeah. yeah or maybe you need to boost that because it's working really well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be the net effect. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. So there was another piece of the puzzle that we saw as well. I think it was predict. Predict. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is my Hannah, Hannah on her soapbox mode. <laughs> so, so I, you know, have a thing about forecasting, right? Yep. I didn't know that my fat, fat pill was going to land and I was yeah. nearly screwed. So yeah. it goes back to like core emotions for me. It was a big learning for you. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. Mm. But I trained myself. I went to the library and trained myself. I had to do management <laughs> The library, what's that? Yeah. 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 The library yeah. in Well, Devon? it was 2003. <laughs> Dial-up was really slow. You know, Google, <laughs> Google was not what it is now. Yeah. And, but trained myself. I do it, but I'm not normal. Um, my family says this all the time, but I'm not normal. <laughs> and <laughs> stop laughing so much. <laughs> all right. Um, and you know, most small business operators aren't going to do that. Mm, yeah. um, so why are so also 45% of our our user our, our you know customers today are direct business owners for mm. uh, the advisor yeah, you know, right. products. Wow. Yeah. But what they typically do is they use this for a funding event. So they'll come in. Uh huh. They'll create a forecast. Mm. They'll export it. Yep. They'll go and get their funding, and okay. then that's it. So yep. they're not using it as a sat nav. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's how a forecast. That's how I use forecasting. Needs to roll. I've got my yeah. base forecast. I've got multiple layers on top. My best case, my worst case. I can link them, unlink them in the advisor mm. product. Yeah, exactly. And I'm updating it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and with the best will in the world, again, you can't do that for all of your client base. Uh, no, so, definitely, so definitely. where predict is kind of hands off, entry level, but really action based and okay. automated forecasting. Yeah, cool. It's just reimagined. It's a totally okay. different experience. Yep. 
Um, we're taking the invoices, we're taking the bills, we're aggregating you know, all of the payment data. Nice. You will be able to overlay it with your own assumptions because oh, anybody nice. that says AI on its own can work, it can't. <laughs> it is not psychic. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't exactly. know if you want to launch a new product line yep. or take on a new member of staff yeah, or yeah. a new premises. So mm, you'll yeah. be able to do all that too. But yep. essentially what it does, and this is where the action feed comes back in again beautifully, if you said that this was going to happen, this is what we thought was going to happen. Yes. We've run the numbers now. This is what it's now looking like it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Go and take a look. Yeah, that's cool. Rinse I like and repeat. It. I like it. You know, it's just yeah. it's just a different way of working. And Makes what sense. I want to do is get to the point that when a small business starts, you go, you need to futurely. Mm. Because there's nothing in the marketplace that is this. So, you know, for that's us, cool. it's a new category of software that we've built. It's business execution software. It's not intelligence. It's not analysis. It's get the thing done. Yeah. And and you know we're really proud. It's taken like a it. long time, but it's yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think it's making it's so much more accessible. And then it has been an issue with us where we're on that advisory yeah. journey. And there's a certain threshold of cost which just small businesses cannot afford. Of course. Mm. So. Um, streamlining it, making it more efficient, allows you to just have the conversation, spend the time together, um, build the relationships, um, but not have to be doing three hours tinkering with a spreadsheet, exactly. for example. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and even as you said as well, like the, the current cash flow forecasting in, in Futurely is awesome. It's really detailed. You can go down the nitty gritty. You can mm -hmm. have all these different scenarios, but us account nerds love that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But a, bus a business owner doesn't. They yeah. don't want to do it's that. It's a wall of numbers. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So uh, something that's a bit easier to use and yeah. a little bit more automated um, might not be as detailed, but that's the first step into it. It's better exactly. than what they've currently got. Exactly. Sim simplicity, I mean, that's mm. been a theme at Zericon, simple and, yeah. uh, and smart. The so KISS principle. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, exactly. So um, I think it's exciting. So if you are a business owner mm -hmm. um, listening right now, you could actually go and look at Futurely. Yeah, and totally. you could you could connect your organization. Exactly. It's not just for our yeah. you accounting that's, nerds that's, as you yeah. could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for business nerds too. Exactly. So um, or, or not. <laughs> or not. Just regular just, people. Just people who want yeah. to know they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Not, oh, I just thought everyone was nerds or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just me. <laughs> but, yes, uh, that's great. So yeah. uh, if people do want to know more about it, um, where should they go? Um, the new website's live, all the information's mm. on the website. We've kept a little bit of the detail back about Predict and Playground because we're mm. going to be teasing people into it over the next yeah, few okay. months. We're hoping yeah. that's going to be live before Christmas. Mm -hmm. cool. I'm, I'm flogging my engineering team as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to flogging. Cracking the whip. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But Flow, Flow's live. It's it's um, in public beta. It's an open uh, public beta at the moment, or preview cool. as we're calling it. So mm, sure. there's a list to get on. Okay. okay. Our accountants can get on it beforehand because yep. you know we can support them through it yep. and, and all of that. You know this this new world that is mm -hmm. new horizon that they can actually service all of their clients. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's there. All the information is there. Go check out Flow. It's really cool. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. And um, one final question for you. Uh, so you're living in Brighton at the moment, is I that do. correct? That's right. So we can't tempt you to move down to beautiful Australia. Oh my God, it is gorgeous. <laughs> well, I'm taking Brighton's an amazing place. It though. is lush. It's yeah. like it's just cool. Yeah. Um, my husband and my three children, however, are coming <laughs> out for Christmas. Nice. They're coming out for December for the first time. So oh, yeah, so that's th going to be different. They also don't know they're coming yet. They're the kids, <laughs> so it's a surprise. <laughs> but, so. Hope, hopefully, they don't listen to the two drunk accounts. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, I would find it very strange. <laughs> no offense to you. <laughs> no, no. 
So <laughs> right. No, absolutely. We, yeah, can't wait to come back. So we're back um, November, December time. Yeah, yeah great. Good. Awesome. Good. Well, that'll be nice. A nice hot Christmas. Oh, I know. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. We can uh, crisp our white skin. Yeah, so it's... Uh, we tend to yeah, use so palms. You, you get to wear... Uh, well, we call them thongs. Thongs. I've got my Yeah, bring your, yes, bring your havies. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, prawns. Some cold meats for Christmas Day. That's that's nice. always very vital. Nice. So, yeah. Morton Bay Bugs. Oh, now you're talking. Boom. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Lovely to chat to you. Nice and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again. Love it. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Anna. That was a great chat with Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks for coming on. Um, that was the was that the last chat we did on the day? No, it, it was not. The last chat we did was with uh, Liam from Tanda. Yes, true, true, true. Mm, it was close to the end though, um, because Hannah does mention that she wanted some um, wanted a <laughs> beverage champagne. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Next, next time. time. Next time. Next year. Yeah. We'll give her a six pack of <laughs> champagne. <laughs> Whatever she'd like. <laughs> she's going to hold us to that now. She's listening to this. <laughs> Damn. Be a good uh, test. Come on, Tim. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a great chat. Um, we're looking forward to all the exciting changes coming to Futurely. And yeah. we're going to keep using them. And, and obviously, we'll let you know when there's things that would be relevant to you guys out there. Yeah, honestly, if you have a zero file, you should have a look and see if you can connect it mm. to Flow. Um, sign up for the beta, mm. or if it's if it's live, then then join mm-hmm. and um, just make sure your zero data is nice and tidy and mm-hmm. up to date. Yep, and it'll give you some great insights. Absolutely, cool. All right, Tim, I'm just going to quickly dive into our other things. Um, my first other thing this week, um, actually, my only other thing this week. Um, is that I am once again, and I was meant to mention this last week because it's a little Sick. bit late now. <laughs> no, I, I did mention that last week. <laughs> uh, once again, going in the Relay for Life, ah. which is great cause, raising money for nice. uh, cancer research and looking after the families of people and the people who are suffering from cancer. Um, I've been in a, in a number of years. Um, I went in last year. You will all remember if you listened that I had a target of 42 kilometers to go the full marathon in the relay. Yeah. I fell just short, 38. Was it 38? 30. Actually, What's no, sorry. Strike that. It was 36. It's pretty decent still. 36 kilometers we made. Um, I remember thinking it was much lower than that. No, it, it was it was very close mm. to the, the end goal. There's a picture of me holding my watch out and it's at 30 k's. Why didn't you just do the last six, Dan? I couldn't move another inch. <laughs> I was so sore. <laughs> do it for the sick people that's, and that, the families. I, that's what I'd been and saying to myself for the previous 10Ks. Because <laughs> I think the issue is not so much the distance, but the time. Because yeah. we we don't run it. You, or you run some, you it's walk so some. so hard on your feet. And so your by after seven hours of constantly mm. walking around that track in circles, yeah. your legs are just dead. Your yeah. lower back sore. You're just shuffling yeah. along, really. Yeah. Um, Mick who came with me last year, uh, Mick Foster and myself, were just kind of finding ways to go to move <laughs> without it hurting anymore, to like just to let, give a little bit of momentum. So it wasn't quite jogging, but it wasn't walking. It was just kind of like a shuffle. Uh, um, so and, 10 laps is four is four Ks. Yeah, so it's 105 laps, I think, gets to a marathon. Um, Kat came last year as well. She got 26 Ks, mm. something around that. Solid. About, about 10 less than us. Um, so you're going to hit the 42 this year? Oh, the problem is I've been sick. 
Oh. And I've barely moved in the past Training for the week half and a half. I know, but I've been barely moving in the past. So I'm, I'm aiming for it. I'm yeah. definitely aiming for it. Um, the good news is I'll probably have a little bit more time to do it this year, yeah. um, which means I can spread it out. Yeah. Also, I know a certain physiotherapist business that is going to be there giving uh, massages. Uh, I'm definitely going to pop into... Oh, yeah. uh, um, What's they call it? Health Point Physio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to pop into Health Point there. And, it's uh, only Michael Man on the street. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to jump into my... I don't, I, Except on Saturday, he'll be Michael Man on the track. Yeah. I, no, I feel like Michael Man won't be there. Um, no. It'll be... It'll Tim be or Paul. Tim or Paul. Last mm. year, it was Paul. Um, okay. This year, I feel like it's going to be Tim. Well, those, <laughs> those guys, uh, they love their running. They do. Mm. They do. So, I'm going to get them to uh, give me a rub down. <laughs> Every 10 Ks, right, maybe. Between, between two millimeter extra and the compass and the rub down, <laughs> you're in a good place. You're in a really uh, good place. No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, getting out there on the track and, you know, just pushing, pushing one out. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I mention it, if, if you're feeling generous, you feel like you want to uh, donate to a good cause, I will post the link on our social medias today and I'm going in it tomorrow. So feel free to chuck five bucks in if you want. If you don't want, that's fine as well. But yeah, putting it out there. Yeah, cool, Dan. Mm. Very good. If I were the people listening, I would support you. But you're not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, last, good luck, Dan. Last year, your dad donated. Yeah, no, that's true. Mm. Maybe he will again. <laughs> <laughs> no, your, it's a good cause. What's get, your other thing? Get behind him. Get behind the man. Uh, my other thing is Band of Brothers. Yeah, what a show. Such a good show. What so, a show. How far are you in? Uh, uh, episode seven of just like the original yeah. Band of Brothers. I, Not, I remember when I first discovered it, long time ago now, but yeah. I was like, what a great show. Oh, this is so good. It's so intense mm. and it makes you feel like anxious mm. watching it. And it just gives a little picture into like how horrible it must be mm. to actively be in like a war zone as a soldier yeah. or even just as a civilian. Especially during it's, those wars. Like it was just so full on oh. everywhere. Um, did you what? Are, are you up to the battle of the... Um, Where they're in the snow? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's bad. intense. They go there twice. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But, um, yeah, so it just makes me think of all the people who have served. But mm. the other thing is um, there's some interesting faces in the show yeah. as well. So who, A lot of them weren't really known then either. Yeah. So here's one that I saw for about five seconds last night. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How funny is that? He just kind of he's driving the jeep in and yeah. he's like talking about the mo he's, he's got, got or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just disappears. He so doesn't come funny. back. I'm like, that's weird. He's basically just Jimmy Fallon. That's all. He's yeah. not really playing a character. He's just Jimmy Fallon at war, and like, he's, he's not really a dramatic guy. Right. So like, you can kind of still tell he's like happy and wiry. Yeah, he's still like a smile. Like, oh, hi guys, I've got your supplies here. Yeah. He, he's just talking in a Jimmy Fallon voice, not putting on any accent or anything. <laughs> no. That's uh, pretty funny. Um, um, Ross from Friends. David Swimmer. David Swimmer at, at, in that first two episodes and he appears a couple times later. Um, Who else? The guy really from good. The Walking Dead? Yep. Yep. Um, Mon- uh, Forgotten his name. Um, no, I, can't, I, I don't know his name, but he's, uh, what's his character in The Walking Dead? Um, Abraham. Abraham. 
So he's the big guy, big redhead dude. Yeah, he's great. In it. One uh, of the um, Wahlberg brothers. Yeah, he looks like Mark Wal- Wahlberg. Yeah. I keep looking at him like, is that bloody Mark Wahlberg? I'm pretty sure. No, he he was the one that was in New Kids from the Block. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, there's also oh the dude out of I could be wrong here. The dude out of Split. He dies very quickly, you know. So he's one of the new recruits. Yeah. And he just cops Maybe. shrapnel to the head. You mean James McAvoy? Yeah, let's look this up. Maybe he's, he'd be quite young. He'd be because that was made in the late nineties, I think. Let's look this. Or up. maybe even two thousand ish. How do you spell James McAvoy? M C A V. M C. Yeah. Anyway, oh, the, I, I could be wrong. The show is extremely good. Um, yeah, I, I've watched it a number of times. I love it. Yep. There we go. That is him. Look. Yeah, right. It is. Look how young he is. I know. He's a baby. He's in it for like pff, half an episode. Yeah. And he dies. He's a baby. But yeah, the show is just so good and so real. Like it feels realistic. It's and brilliant. Um, so they made that around the same time as Saving Private Ryan. Because yeah, it's, it's Spielberg okay. and Tom Hanks. Okay. They're the two guys that made it yeah, and they I made Saving Tom, Private I Ryan. Tom Hanks. Yeah, was a producer. Yeah, so Spielberg and Tom Hanks right. made it together with so their production cool. companies. So the the cool thing is, this is why I got onto it. I guess right. they're doing a new season. Yeah, well, it's That's pretty so, cool. So they did. It's it's kind of not really related, but it is. So they made another one called The Pacific around mm-hmm. the 2010 mark, and it had a lot of filming in Australia. Actually, really, um, they yeah. had, one of the episodes is in Melbourne because the Pacific Theater of World War Two is where we fought. Yeah. And so a lot of the troops came to Australia ah, first and then <clears throat> and then course. went up, up there. So of course. That's that's a really good series too. Yeah. Um and now they're making a third one, which isn't it's not really the same series, but it's kind of follow ups. Yep. Um they're making one about the aeroplane guys. Um Oh right. Like um the the bombers or the yeah, yeah the fighters. Yeah, that the would be that Air would Force. actually be fascinating. Yeah. yeah. There's so many stories to tell from it. Mm. Here's okay, so here's a list of ten people who are in Band of Brothers that you forget about. Michael Fassbender. I don't know really? Who that is. Michael Fassbender in that? Yeah. Uh, oh, is this right? I could be wrong here. Tom Hardy. He, he could. He could. He very well could. It was mostly in England. He could have been one of the English guys. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He shows up in the final two entries in the series. Wow. Yeah. James McAvoy. Uh, Ron Livingston. Don't know who that is. Uh, Damien Lewis, he's the redhead. Yep. Uh, Winters. Yeah. Uh, David Schwimmer. He's really good in that, actually, Win- <laughs> Winters. Ah. Simon Pegg. Yeah, he does appear in it, actually. I did know that. <clears throat> uh, Jimmy Fallon. Colin Hanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's Tom Hanks' son. And that's... Oh, uh, Dominic Cooper. I don't really know who that is. don't know either. But anyway, but yeah, it's a great show. Everyone should watch it if you haven't. Um, it is pretty violent, so we don't like that kind of stuff. No. And maybe don't watch it. But it's it's a really good show. Karahi, Karahi, uh, Flash, Thunder, Lightning. Is it Lightning? <laughs> I think it's Thunder. Flash, Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just getting involved. Easy company. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our chat and our banter. <laughs> There's been a lot of banter. Today. A lot of banter today. Mm. Um, next week. Content. Oh, so much content coming at you. <laughs> so, no. 
No, so little content coming out here. <laughs> yeah, you can't be disappointed. We're setting the expectation now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And if you've got any questions, you know where to find us. Um, Instagram, at Two Drunk Accountants. Facebook, Two Drunk Accountants. Twitter, at Two Drunk Podcast. Email, Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com. And if you've got any questions, comments, whatever, send them through. Give us a rating and review wherever you listen, but especially on Apple. Perfect, Dan. All right. What do you use to count? Calculator. <laughs> <laughs>